So do you have, <laughs> maybe we try to recreate this or not, or maybe I try to grab it from recording two and see what we, uh, oh, I don't know. All right, let's, tr- let's try this. Let's just try this tag. So wh- where do you, where do you want to, st- where do you want to start over again for the third time? Is this the open or the close? I, I'm so lost right now. I don't know where to go. I mean, I mean, <laughs> you mean uh, we, we say where failure is always an option. We, we didn't even get five minutes into it before we've had multiple failures. This is now recording number three. Oh my God. Well, well, you know, <laughs> you know what? Just, just play the music. Let's just go. <laughs> Talking to Todd, a weekly podcast with Dwayne Johnson and Todd Prenz, where failure is always an option. Apparently, multiple takes to get the opening right. And probably inevitable. (laughs) (laughs) Normally, normally it doesn't take us that many tries to get our feet underneath us to get going. (laughs) That was amazing. That's because in take number one, you told a joke we can't air. All right. Good point. That one. That one's on me. Highly funny. Can't put it on the air. <laughs> and then, and then I guess I, I can't blame you for number for for take number two. Although people didn't get to hear the extended party remix of the theme song. <laughs> Maybe we can play it for the close. I just oh. I think I think I think Zencaster heard <laughs> heard what we were doing and just quit out of out of self protection. I'm not being associated with this. He was about to tell a dad joke. This is off. We're it's, done. I'm we're not. done. I don't care that they pay for this service. We're out. We all have limits. That's one. Hey, Todd. Hey, how's it going? You know, I said in take two, the fact that I kind of screwed up that opening was indicative of my day and kind of my week. Little did I know. <laughs> that was the high point of recording two. Oh, that's good, though. Everybody's Everybody's getting the good content now. We've got it all... This is we got everything out of the way and now this is the show. There are no there are no bad days. Just good content for the podcast. That's exactly right. There is did you get the t-shirt that I sent you? It just had one line on it that said there are bad days. Was that not the right one? Oh, sorry. Yes, I did see it. <laughs> yep, so there is a there is a new there is new merch on the Talking to Todd Zazzle website where you can get a sh- shirt that says there are no bad days. Just good podcast content. <laughs> That's what the shirt says. And then on the back, it says talking to Todd, just in small, tasteful little imprint on the back between the shoulder blades. Yeah, because we don't we don't we don't, don't want to throw our brand out there too much. Right. I mean, we're kind of an indie, we're an indie show, really, is what this is. So we're sort of R.E.M. in Athens before they hit it big. So, you know, when they were good and didn't sell out for millions and millions of dollars. Yeah. OK, sure. Let's go with that. Yeah, that's that's what we'll that's that's how we'll justify all of this. Can we write it off? Absolutely. You just uh, just just write it off. How do you, how do you do that? We're gonna have to give Daniel Levy credit on this show. <laughs> Dan Levy, Craig Ferguson. Yep, they're getting every penny, every penny that we make. Are they speaking of every penny that we make? Yeah. Have you gotten your eleven dollars yet? No. Okay. No. Just checking. 
yeah, at this point, I think I have to send an email. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I've, 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 I've held off. Uh, just um, you've been kind of busy. Well, yeah. I mean, I've, I've had I mean, some things. You're fighting with car dealers. Yeah, exactly. You're negotiating on RVs. You're hitting rock bottom. I mean, who's got who's got time? Who's got time to send emails about eleven bucks? Given the discussion we had last week, you need every single one of those eleven bucks. You ain't kidding, brother. Uh, but that's later in the show. <laughs> We've got what's the the it's the the mound discussion uh, in Bull Durham? You know, we got a curse on his glove, and we can't figure out what to get Millie. There's a lot of sh- going on. I I love I love how. <laughs> In our show, when we record it live, there's a swear word and then a five to 10 second delay. And then the sound of <laughs> that will go in later over the swear word. It's just, just wait for it. Just wait for it. Is your show on a seven second delay? No, our bleep is on a seven second delay. <laughs> it makes it easy for the editor. The editor asked us to do that. So that makes it easier for him to go back in and just slide it to where it needs to be. Yep. Yep. We do what the editor says around here. Whether we want to or not, because they're the editor. <laughs> I have so many of your words on tape at this point. I can make you say anything I want to. Yeah, good point. Good point. Do you know what movie? Do you know what movie I'm thinking of now? I do not. Sneakers. Oh, my voice. My voice is my passport. Is my passport. All right. Well, if, this if... entire podcast is an elaborate ruse <laughs> to <laughs> suss out the lo- the undisclosed location, which you've never. <laughs> It all started in 1975. <laughs> it's a long con. Yeah, it's a very long con just to get my bank account information, which apparently is short $11.02. Oh, should we? <laughs> yeah, we should probably get to feedback. Should we go to feedback? Yeah, we should go uh, to if feedback. You have, if you have feedback from this week's show or frankly, any show at this point, feedback at talkingtotodd.com is the email address. Please send your feedback to feedback at talkingtotodd.com. Mark Jansen, not not that Mark Jansen, but the other Mark Jansen. Not not the Mark Jansen you know, but the other Mark Jansen. Oh, okay. The other one. The one I the don't other know. One. That, okay. The one you don't know the, yeah. that's on my refing, the one that's on my refing crew. Oh, okay. Um, I am I am friends on Facebook with two Mark Jansons. So when I tag one of them, I have to make sure that I'm not tagging the other one. Okay, fair enough. So um, his comment was, he's glad that we had throw pillows on our merch site. Yeah, yeah. Why is that? Be- because sometimes this podcast puts you to sleep. You're missing a good podcast here, Mark. <laughs> you really are. It's a good time. Let's see what else happened this see, week. Uh, see, see, I'm just going to throw this out, right? So Sarah uses this <laughs> podcast to motivate her to do spreadsheets and clean out her fridge. And Mark goes, or I can take a nap. <laughs> yeah. Or it puts you to sleep. Yeah. You know, when, right. it's really either way. Yeah. 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 Okay. I did not know. Are we going to have to reclassify this podcast in as a motivational podcast? Well, we could do motivational, and now that it helps you sleep, it's also a wellness podcast. Ooh, do we get extra money for that? Well, we could probably we could probably go for some wellness sponsors. Although, since we have dad jokes, most of the most of that would probably be associated around like Metamucil. So maybe not. I, there's a, there's a there's a thing that Amy puts in her drink every morning. It's called a bourbon? powder. Oh, sorry. <laughs> That was just mean. I don't know why I did that. It's gonna be one of those episodes. You're gonna get you're gonna get no. hit in the car on Saturday for that comment. That's the funny I didn't part. even say that. That's the funniest part about it. You laughed. 
and left it in. <laughs> and land. Well, there's that. <laughs> so she puts this powder. She puts this powder in her drink every morning. And it's, I don't know, some kind of energy sort of something. But they advertise it on What a Day. They don't have a they have a news podcast. That's not a wellness podcast, but they have wellness promotional thing. Maybe we could get some of that. I don't even know what it's called, but it's some kind of energy powder I, something. Uh, I, I think in order to show them that we'd be good sponsors for them, we probably need to know their product name. <laughs> just, if they paid us, if they we, paid us, I'd oh, know, know their it. product name. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So here's one. So Brooks Kepka, PGA yep. Championship this week, right? Yeah. Switched drivers okay. from the Callaway that he had been playing to the TaylorMade M5, which is interestingly enough, or maybe not so, uh, the same club that I play. Okay. But okay. post-round interview, one of the reporters asked him about it. And he said, yeah, I switched clubs. I went back to the one that I used to be playing. And yeah, I'm comfortable with it. I know what it's going to do. So I went back to it. And then they asked him again about it. And he gave basically the exact same answer. But the second time he added, but they don't pay me. So I'm not going to mention their name. <laughs> You, you, you got to make business decisions is what you got to do. <laughs> right. Well, and so here's the other thing that I, because I'm like, well, that's kind of interesting. So then I, you know, did what I do is go down a rabbit hole. He had the opportunity. He used to play Nike clubs. And when Nike shuttered their golf club, golf ball division, he had the opportunity to get sponsorship money from any one of a number of manufacturers. I mean, he's one of the top 10 players in the world, right? Yeah. He could have pocketed between 50 and 100 grand a year, plus all the free clubs he wants, right? Yeah. To play somebody's club and say, you know, I'm playing Callaway or TaylorMade or whatever. Past it all, past all of that money, he's good enough that he's making enough winnings that he doesn't need sponsorship money if he doesn't want to, apparently. Um, so he's got some flexibility so he can play whatever he wants to. He's not a tailor-made guy. He's not a Callaway guy. He's not an Adams guy. He's not a Titleist guy. He plays whatever he wants to. So his bag is kind of a mix for whatever. And so that, to me, was actually really interesting in finding out, okay, so who else doesn't have a sponsorship deal? And what are the best players in the world play when they're not getting paid? Okay. Right. If you yeah. can put together whatever you want, I I just thought that was I thought that was really interesting that he said, you know what? I don't need this Callaway. I can do better with the M5. So he puts the M5 in his bag. But as he, you know, pieces together what's in his bag this week. He also plays a Mizuno golf ball, which is kind of different. Not a lot, there's not a lot of lot of that out there. Titleist overwhelmingly, far Go and away. He plays a what? Mizuno. Go Tigers. No, is that something else? No, SEC still playing football. No, oh, that's okay. fine. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> so you're saying that uh, that Brooks Kepka, you and me, all share something in common about our golf game. All three of us don't accept any sponsor money from a club manufacturer currently. That's true. There you go. Now, the fact that he was offered money and we weren't is not part of that important piece of information. We don't I'm going to cut that out before this airs. I, there's no reason to include that information. <laughs> By the way, I also saw speaking of the uh of the PGA, I'm pretty sure I saw the the tour's biggest hitter uh DeChambeau, who apparently can drive the ball like 700 yards 
I saw a headline that said that he snapped the uh, head right off of his driver. And I thought, been there, dude, twice. <laughs> That's no big deal. Yeah. <laughs> I do that like every other round. Yeah, it's, that's that's kind of what I'm known for. <laughs> to to be fair, the difference there is he snapped it hitting the ball, not the ground. Again, that part could also be edited out. There's no reason that that part needs to air either. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to edit this week? You know what? You make the decisions you think are best for the show. <laughs> what other feedback did we get? Uh, let's see. Looks like... Sarah wanted to know what other things did you buy this week besides the XFL? Because apparently Dwayne Johnson bought the XFL. Congratulations. I'm kind of surprised you didn't ask me to go in with you on that. But I was short $11 and a penny. So yeah, I probably probably couldn't have come up with the money. That was, yeah, that was, yeah, that was it. That was the reason. That is not the first time this week that I've been confused for The Rock. Really? I, yeah. I went in to pick up carryout tonight. And the cashier says, you're doing Johnson? Really? And I'm like, yeah, I know. I I look different with a mask on. (laughs) At least I get to say something different. I've got I've got three or four stock lines because, you know, apparently more than one person finds finds that is a funny joke for you. Does it come up occasionally? It does come up occasionally. It does come up occasionally. Including when you land at Heathrow Airport after a day of traveling and some moron is standing there with his phone held up saying the rock and family to pick you up. Not just any moron. (laughs) This guy. (laughs) Yeah, this isn't funny to him, but it's always funny to me. Okay. It was it was pretty funny. (laughs) It's because I met you at the airport one time holding my phone up with a sign that said T friends. Yeah. Well, yeah. (laughs) And everybody else is listening to this podcast goes. Yeah, it's not that funny. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Well, yeah, a little bit. I have I have a friend who flies Delta, and she's like a, I don't know, a million miler kind of Delta flyer. And we're getting off the airplane together in Detroit, I think. And a Delta representative met her just outside the plane at the end of the jetway with mm-hmm. a little sign that had her name on it. Yep. And took her down the steps to a car uh-huh. and around to her next flight. Uh-huh. I was so impressed. <laughs> Did they offer to do the same for me, even though I was going to the no? No. If if you would like more uh more information on that experience, I know somebody who we could have as a follow-up guest to talk about that. Do they give you wine in the car? Um I didn't. I didn't ask, but it was a, Neil. But it was a really nice car, and there's a secret entrance to the uh, Sky Club. <laughs> so, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. So you know what? We'll, we can put that in follow up if you if you want, if you want to ask any questions about that. By the way, when I say we could have somebody on, that's not me either. Nobody's ever asked me for that. Excuse me, sir. Can you get out of the way? There's an important person that you're traveling with. <laughs> yeah, that's that's where I was. Yep. <laughs> Felderman wants an update on Union Berlin. He has totally lost track of his team. He doesn't know where they are, and he's disappointed that we haven't updated him and everyone else on the podcast as to the status of Union Berlin. Do we know anything? Congratulations. Uh, Union Berlin won the Bundesliga uh, for the third year in a row. Um, It was, uh, no, actually, wait, sorry. No, they finished 11th. Sorry. That's two ones. So they finished first twice? 
Yeah. You know what? They were first of the second 10. That's, that's how that works. Math in German's a little different. <laughs> it's, it's weird. Um, Ein, zwei, drei. I give up after that. Sorry, Herr Rudy. So, but they did play an important role in crushing another team's dream. Uh, oh, I believe, really? I believe the last game of the season, they beat a team that was right on the edge of relegation and uh, Union Berlin beat them. Was it 3 1? Uh, anyway, sealing, uh, sealing that team's fate. So, congratulations to Union Berlin for finishing a solid 11th and crushing the hopes and dreams of the good people of Venner. Dusseldorf. They they forced oh. Dusseldorf. Yes, that's right. Yes, I remember watching that match. I do not because I didn't. Um, yes, they they beat Dusseldorf, who was then relegated. Yeah, which, had Dusseldorf won or even tied. They could have leapfrogged and stayed out of relegation. So it's really on Dusseldorf. Their destiny is really in their own hands. There, win and you're in, or or something. Right. Yeah. 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 Win and stay in. That's what it is. Yep. Anyway. That's, I mean, this is this yeah. why we got the this why we got the listeners to listen to uh, a month old recap of the Bundesliga. No, no wonder Mark wants to know what they're doing. That was riveting. Yeah. I don't know. Was it was it Werner? Dusseldorf. I don't. <laughs> that was some fantastic. That was great. <laughs> the the train wreck wasn't only at the beginning of this recording. Okay, last bit of feedback. Now that we're twenty five minutes into this version of the recording and three hours into recording overall, so I did get some feedback from Lisa last week. <clears throat> you know how we, you know how we kept joking about the reason why we have this podcast is because Lisa and Amy said we we should talk to each other instead of talking to them as much about some of this stupid stuff like sports and everything. Yes. Um, and so we made this podcast. Also, you know how we keep referring to uh, that's the other podcast. Anytime we get near anything around the stuff that we actually talk about when we're not recording, let's say politics. And we we are very clear that that is not this podcast. That's right. That's right. Yes. That's the other podcast. That's the yes. other podcast that we don't record. At one point in this last week, as I was reading through the news and may have been ranting a little bit, just doesn't matter about what, I was just ranting, Lisa said, you you two need to record that other podcast. (laughs) So I take that as one of two things. Either we've got some insightful commentary around the geopolitical things going on within the country right now, or two, she's tired of listening to me rant and figures I should just send it your way. Thanks, Lisa. We can we can record it. We We're just not can't broadcast. release it. <laughs> we can't release it. But it saves time on editing, so I'd be happy with that. And actually, it wouldn't be too hard to record. It'd be mostly just us. Uh, just just we get on and we just read our uh, we just read our our messages back and forth for each other for the whole week, <laughs> followed by a lot of that. A lot of that feedback. Okay. All wrapped up. We got it all. I think so. I think I think we got more than enough. Okay, so that's feedback. Do we have updates? How is... can't believe I'm asking this. How's the hole in your backyard? Is it any deeper this week than it was last week? So... Can... can, If if your three-pound Pomeranian steps into the hole and it's full of water, will the water go above her ankles or not? Well, so when last we recorded... I, I told the story of of the massive amount of digging that took place one week ago. Not and, not so and, massive. Well, but okay. Yeah, right. Not as massive as it needed to be. 
<laughs> right, exactly. It was only about a third of ma- as massive as it yeah, needed to be. Exactly, right. And the scraping and the and the bedrock and the oh boy, this is gonna this is gonna cost you some money. And the whole this week I learned and and they were gonna have to get a tool from the North Country and bring it down. And that probably wouldn't be until Monday, Tuesday, maybe Wednesday. I don't know. Well, and he, he's a he's a tool, all right. But okay, <laughs> go ahead. So we record exactly one week later. And uh, I'm I'm here to report that there has been zero work done <laughs> on the whole, in addition to zero communication <laughs> from anybody. Oh, so well, that's not true. I sent a text message. Hey, what's up? So there was some communication on my part. Anyway, yeah, is that what you got? That's pretty much what I got. Which is weird because the guy that we're the guy that's doing all this, he's, he's he seems like a really nice guy. I know he's pretty busy, but yeah, he's out spending your money. Well, the good news is he we haven't. We haven't paid him yet. Oh, so, well, that's, that, that was that was smart of you. Yeah. But at, at one point, yeah, I think it was yesterday, Lisa's like, you think we're just going to be stuck with this hole in our yard? Because he did truck all the dirt away. So we, we can't go. We can't oh, fill no. it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's gone. Like, like, dump trucks left. So we have a hole in our yard. Our block wall with our gate is ripped down. So we have a temporary um, construction fence that I put up um, halfway through our backyard to keep the dogs in because they can't go to that half of the yard. And as of now, there uh, somebody may have a plan. I, I, I am I am unaware of any plan to do any continued work on this. Yeah. So anyway, hopefully next week when you ask me this question, I'll have something better. I could I could literally send you the exact same picture that I sent you last week. I could just resend it. That's what I should have done. I'll give you a status update. Hey, you sent this to me last week. Yep. That's the status. It doesn't look like Preston has grown any. Oh, Preston's a boy, isn't he? It doesn't look like yes. Preston has grown any. <sighs> yeah. So anyway, there you go. That's uh, that's that's the that's the update of the backyard. There's there's a hole that has some rock in it. And uh, it's it's not uh, it's not changed. So this. This podcast is all about rock. Rock, the rock. Yeah. Whatever. Sure. Sure, why not? So speaking um, of uh speaking of updates, how was uh how was the weather in your uh, in your neighborhood this week? I, I I heard it was breezy. What I learned this week? <laughs> can I can I go early on what I learned this week? You edit it. You can put this wherever you want it. <laughs> Inland hurricanes? I no. I just no. I'm we were fine. Our power lines are all buried. Our the substation never had any issues. We never lost power. We never lost internet. Central Iowa is a mess. It's still a mess three days later. Uh, if we had been in our old house in Beaverdale, we still wouldn't have power. It's uh, I think this thing's called a Leo DeRocher. Yeah, I think that's what, I think that's right. Is yeah, that, close enough. Is that right? Yeah. Is that right? Okay. I, I I don't know because you know lots of wind and you know lots of things being thrown around all over the place. It's a Leo DeRocher, right? I think that's I think that's what that's where that came from. And then and then when it goes um, up to, when it goes up to the category two, then that becomes a Billy Martin, and then a number three becomes a uh, uh, a George Brett. It just it just scales, right? Right. And what you, it's, it scales up. It, it becomes a Lou Pinello when it picks up bases and chucks them across the diamond. And yes. then, and then the top of the scale is a uh, Lloyd McClendon when it uh, picks your stuff up and then just carries it out, and you never see it again. 
<laughs> hey, where did I have? Hey, where did her pool go? I don't know. It just got picked up and left. I have a baseball sitting next to me that was hit by Lloyd McClendon when he was playing for the Iowa Cubs. And he let you keep it. That's nice of it. It, it was. Yeah. I'm surprised he didn't come over and take it away from me. Yeah. That's mine. Give me that. Uh, I sure hope people remember the clip that we're talking about because it's really funny. If you haven't, Google Lloyd McClendon. I was actually, as we were telling this story, thinking there's you, there's me. If Felderman made it this far through the soccer stuff, we may yeah. have just lost a lot of other people. Oh, actually, uh, Don Don will probably uh, get that. Like, I'm literally going through the people who I know that listen to this who will get that reference. And it's like, yeah, it's still funny. So, Well, you said at one point, I think we have a global audience of about two. <laughs> you and me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So, yeah, weather sucked this week. They actually, all of a sudden I read, I, I, I didn't know anything about this um, until I think my sister said, holy crap, this you know, came right through, um, came right through their town. And she said, what, what is it actually called? A, a derecho? I believe that's correct. Yeah. And I thought, you know, I'm starting to think, look, we grew up in Iowa. There's a uh, there was a lot of weather in Iowa, not all of it, right? But, you know, you have to pay attention, especially during the summer for the different kinds of storms that could be tornadoes. We all know about hurricanes and we all know about, okay, there's a cyclone and a hur- or typhoon and a hurricane. Okay, I got that or whatever. I'm coming to the conclusion, though, that in the last couple of years, I'm positive that weather people, meteorologists, I don't know who, are literally making up random words And then telling everybody that this thing has always been called that when a storm pops up. Because have you ever heard that word before this storm? No, but um, a year ago, I had never heard cyclone bomb either. There you go, right? Uh Uh-huh. See, they're just making this crap up now. (laughs) So according to Wikipedia, derecho comes from the Spanish word in an adjective form for straight in contrast with a tornado, which is a twisted wind. And it was first used in the American Meteorological Journal in 1888 in a paper describing the phenomenon and a significant event that crossed Iowa on the 31st of July in 1877. So it has been around for a long time. Yeah, what it doesn't say is the first time it was used was in 1880-whatever. And then the last time it was used was in 1880-whatever. Right, yeah. <laughs> Until <laughs> the most recent time it was used was, <laughs> yeah. yes. Yeah. Like, and, and somebody somebody is just now going through old meteorological journals. Holy crap. Now that, like, uh, I'm going to read some meteorological journals from the late 1800s. Just, hey, this word sounds good. You know what it is? Oh, you know what it is? Okay, I figured it out. I figured it out. It's somebody in the meteorological field who plays a lot of Scrabble. Oh, I bet you're right. And they're playing these words and people are like, that's not a real word. And he's like, you bet you it is. Watch this. Calls NBC News or whatever. And suddenly, bomb cyclone is now a thing. See, that one I would believe because it's got a Y in it. There's no Scrabble benefit for D-E-R-E-C-H-O. I mean, yeah, you get the H and the C in there, but everything else is... But wait, what did you say? D. How do you spell it? D-E-R-E-C-H-O. Seven, that's seven a, letters. Seven letters, That's a seven-letter word. Seven letters. Yeah, yeah that's why. Uh-huh. Yep, you're right. Yep. Yep, you win. If it, if it was eight or nine, if it was eight or nine, I would say totally blew that theory. Seven letters, boom, 
use them all. I can't I can't right. believe I can't believe we either just started either a meteorological or a Scrabble conspiracy theory. Both. Yeah. We're going to be the number one podcast on app on iTunes covering meteorological Scrabble conspiracy theories. You got to have a niche. We're number one. We're number uh, we're number 11. We're yeah. number 11. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. Yeah, we, we 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 lean all into that, and suddenly, then we get this thing. We're like, "You're not even in the top ten of that field," and you're like, "What?" <laughs> like, the internet's a big place. There's a lot of weird stuff on it. Because up until right now, there wasn't Scrabble meteorological porn, but there is now. <laughs> Jeez, it's, it's Rule Nineteen or whatever it is. I don't know, but I'm not. What I'm telling you is, I'm not typing that into a web browser. Nope, not going to do it. I don't, I don't, I'm not even as a joke because I don't, I don't want to see what that happens. Uh, oh, that's rule 34. Rule 34 is slang that states as a rule, internet pornography exists concerning every conceivable topic. And then rule 35 is if it didn't exist before. It does now. <laughs> it does now. Yep. It was windy here. Did it get any cooler at the undisclosed location or is it still hotter than blue blazes? Oh no! It got um, it got cooler um, this week. It uh, we had this really nice cool spell. Um, I think today it was 103, and it was just glorious. Um, no, actually, yesterday was 103. Today it was 106. Started feeling it again. But on the news tonight, they did a little bar chart to show what the next seven days were going to look like, and uh, the areas, the color code. I, I don't. Meteorologists are bad at charts, but anyway, that's fine. It's something else. They had it like color coded into the range it was going to be, and it was like hot, extremely hot, extremely dangerous. Like those were the three categories they were showing. So, so it starts at hot. Then it goes to extremely hot, and then it goes to extremely dangerous. <laughs> you just skip dangerous to extremely dangerous. Anyway, and I believe five of the next six days were um, well within the extremely dangerous category. So, yeah. Did uh, did you manage to go camping in your new RV while it was cool-er? I mean, it's not. It wasn't cool. Let's not let's dissuade anybody of that. But it, it was cool-er, right? Yeah, yeah, we we did we we took the brand new RV out and uh you know in that 102 range um so we we used the the cold snap to uh, to take the to take the RV out uh go to a state park and uh and and kick the tires and uh and put it through its paces. Yeah. Did did you get to parallel park and impress somebody? I did not parallel park and it's safe to say I impressed no one. Oh. <laughs> Although I did have a number of people staring at us. Over how cool your RV looked? Um, after the incident, yes. The, yeah. whoa, 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 back up. The incident? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so what I would say is overall the weekend went really well. Um, and uh, we had fun and got to try some stuff out and have a list of things we need to, need to do better. And, um, there's some things that didn't work quite the way they needed to. Okay. That's fine. And there's some systems on board that we didn't, we didn't get to try. We didn't, didn't turn the furnace on yet. So, uh, <laughs> don't know if that works yet or not. And we, maybe you didn't, you just don't know it. Well, that's true. <laughs> it only, it only heated up to 85. Oh, cool the place down. Cool it down. Just turn on the heater, but set it at 85. It'll be great. We can just go in and cool off. 
and we brought uh we brought most of the trailer home so that that was good <laughs> most yeah yeah so uh we brought i mean i mean it, it, glass half full we brought we brought most of the trailer came home with us so i'm gonna i'm just gonna count that as a positive so the 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 way that we're looking at this is every according to everybody we hear everybody has accidents with their trailers we just got ours out of the way early sure yep. yeah that's yep that's a that's a good perspective <laughs> at, at yeah. some point something is going to happen yeah yeah we right. just we did it immediately so now we don't have to worry about i wonder what's going to happen <laughs> Right. Yeah. You're, you're extra careful. You're baby the thing. I mean, I mean, you still, yeah, you still want to take care of it, but sure. only, that's you, a good, ad, that's a really good attitude to have about it. You didn't have that Friday night. That, that takes time. <laughs> the only hope is, is that, um, that, uh, yeah, this isn't like a one for one, like every trip, something bad's going to happen. Like, you know what? No, no, no. We, we, we ripped some stuff off the side of the, we only, we, we, you know, let's, let's not bat a thousand on this one. Did, were you out of cell phone range? Could you have texted me like I texted you? I could have. When my night was going down the crapper. (laughs) I could have. Yes. Um, I did not. (laughs) And, and as a matter of fact, um, just today we were talking with the insurance company because apparently we're insured for more on drivers not others, us, me. And they asked, did you take pictures of the accident? And we both went, huh, turns out we didn't take any pictures of it. Yeah, that would have been funnier. Anyway, so yeah, we didn't text anybody and nor did we, nor did we take any pictures of it. I mean, I could take pictures of the, of the aluminum pieces that I cut off with the bolt cutters. Those are in the back of the truck right now. But uh, yeah, other than that, yeah, there's no pictures and uh, yeah, kind of. So is the thing you learned to take pictures of an accident? Well, I mean, there's a couple of things, right? Uh, number one, bolt cutters are incredibly useful. It's valuable. Um, it's a handy piece of information. Yep. You know that BS thing in golf about trees are 90% air? You know, that may be true, but the other 10% can rip the awning right off of your RV. So that doesn't help. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, now need to, uh, need, to be, need, need to be more aware of trees. Um, that's, that's also something I learned. Yeah. Yeah, there's probably others. Uh, I'm sure the dogs learn some new swear words. Um. (laughs) (laughs) So today would have been opening day for the Iowa State Fair. Oh, the big one. Yeah. Because we are not having a state fair this year. Our friends, the Wheelers, their daughter hosted, organized, she and her friend organized a baking contest. She is an incredible baker. She's 16. Cakes, cookies, bars, everything. She She's fantastic, right? She's multiple year award winner at the Iowa State Fair entry. Really, really great. Zuja's Cakes and Desserts. Right. You can follow her on Instagram. You can follow her on Facebook, Zuja's Cakes and Desserts. Anyway, so Zuja and her friend Josie decided that because they couldn't, they couldn't enter the state fair contest this year, they were going to have their own. So they organized their friends and they posted it on and promoted and whatnot. And they were going to have a dessert contest. And I heard about this and I'm like, well, you're going to need judges. 
Smart, smart. I like the way you think. Right? Well, yeah. <laughs> so I signed up. They so they there I was I was kind of joking, but at the same point, kind of serious. Yes, I'm I mean, I want to support Zuja and you know, she's a great kid. So I did. So they they signed me up and Lauren Campbell and Kathy Hager, and the three of us were judges for categories one A. Sorry, O O one A. O-O-1-B, we were highly technical with this, O-O-2-A and O-O-2-B, which constituted about 35 different desserts that I sampled over 90 minutes. Was there, was there like a time limit? Was this like a, was this like a, a judging desserts and like a Joey Chestnut situation at the same time? Or Well, you know how... Um, Part of the Joey Chestnut rules are you have to keep them in in order to win. Yeah. I would have been a winner. Oh, well, there you go. Okay. Surprisingly. Please, please. No more award-winning cookies and cakes, please. <laughs> Olivia's brownies were amazing. There was this s'mores rice. One of the categories was Rice crispy or um, cereal treat bars as one of the categories. So there was a, there was a fruit loops bar and there was this s'mores rice crispy treats that had a graham cracker crust bottom and a chocolate in the middle and toasted marshmallows on the, Oh my God, it was amazing. It's the best thing I had the entire time. Uh, the snickerdoodle was, meh. Uh, there were several different chocolate chip cookies. Drop cookies was one, one of the categories. What I learned was 35, different desserts, even pacing myself and even only taking a bite or two of each of them will nearly kill a nearly 50 year old man. <laughs> I came, Amy, Amy, before, Amy beforehand says, you're going to bring home like samples and extras and right. And I did. I touched none of the samples that I brought home. D- do you want, do you want dinner? Oh my God, no. <laughs> And this was this this sampling happened from like twelve to one thirty. I didn't eat for another twenty four hours. I'm like, oh my god, it was great. The um, Josie and Zuja, we were all so very 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 impressed. Lauren Campbell made um, aprons for them with their names on them, and said, if we were at work, so privileged to work with other employees that were as organized as these two and detailed in their instructions as these two, we wouldn't have to put out nearly the amount of fires at work that we have to put out. And I 100% agree with her. I would hire either of them in an instant to organize anything like this. Just they did such a great, great job. And it was it was a ton of fun. We really enjoyed ourselves. And they had to roll me out afterwards. <laughs> That's what I learned this week. I mean, I, I feel like this almost falls into a humble brag thing. Oh, you wouldn't believe it. I was perfectly I was so stuffed by eating all of these great desserts. <laughs> It's very, it's, yeah, that's kind of true. I mean, if everybody else listening to this is, this is what I'm thinking is, yeah, yeah, that sounds terrible. Love to try it just to see, <laughs> even if he's right. Oh, that was terrible. I don't want to eat for another, I'm going to eat for another day, but that was so good. <laughs> Some of the stuff was really, really good. Some of the stuff was not. <laughs> Some, of the, Some of the stuff was 
kind of average. Well, you know, going in, they can't all be winners. So <laughs> that's true. Um, one of the things that won was a double chocolate healthy avocado cookie. Sorry, what? Double chocolate healthy avocado cookie. So you have me a double chocolate. Right. And then things get a little weird there in the middle. And then I hear a cookie. So I hear double chocolate cookie and I'm thinking, we're good. You threw in some other words in there. Healthy avocado? Yes. Uh, it was it was it was almost cake like in its consistency. It was moist. I, I know some of our listeners will really appreciate me saying moist and really enunciating it. But it was. It was it 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 didn't crumble. It wasn't crisp. It was soft. It was really, really good. And it it tied for second place. And we had to have a discussion amongst the judges as to what actually got second place because it was surprisingly good. And I brought that home and I said, here, you guys have to try this double chocolate thing, which is how I described it. A yeah, double you, chocolate you, thing. You, le- you left out the same words that I stumbled over. Smart. Okay. Right. Until after they tried it and they went, wow, that was really good. What was it? Yeah. Double chocolate, healthy avocado. You know what? Yes, they did. Yes. Both of them. But it was it was actually really good as long as you didn't know what it was. Yep. Admittedly, you probably can't put that on the side of the package when you put that in the stores. Really good as long as you don't know what's in here. FDA frowns on that. <laughs> yeah. Ingredients. It'd be best if you just didn't know. Just don't ask. Yeah. Trust us. It's good and it's healthy. That's all you need to know. <laughs> Our music is Happy Boy by Kevin McLeod. It's available on Incompetech.com under a Creative Commons attribution license. You can find Talking to Todd on Overcast or Spotify or Apple Podcasts or a number of other places. Search Talking in the number two. No G, no space. We have merch on Zazzle. This week's code, I know you were waiting until the end for the code. That's why most people stick around, right? Is for the code at the end of the podcast. August Z picks, August Z picks, no space. Um, and you can check out the no bad days shirt on Zazzle. You can like our page on Facebook. You can tweet at us at talking to Todd. And the website is as always talking to Todd.com. <laughs> Please send your feedback to feedback at talking to Todd.com. Thank you to our listeners. Thank you for listening. Thanks for sticking with us. Hopefully it didn't take them three tries to get through it like it did us. <laughs> Todd? Um, just just uh, for, for, for fun. <laughs> Pulse. Where are you going with this? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't have the foggiest idea where you're going with this. I know. Just I know. Just for fun. Uh-huh. Just for fun. This is, this is the other thing that I learned this week. Pollster and sometimes Republican strategist Frank Lutz apparently has spent uh, almost $1 million to build a life-size replica of the Oval Office in his home. Be- but, but, because why? Um, sending you the link now. I, I don't know why, but he was on TV this week um, giving giving uh, CNBC a tour of, of the Oval Office that he built in his house. And showing that he can work at the Resolute Desk and pick up a red phone, apparently. 
So there you go. There there are no words. You know, I I I on I I guess I can only hope that he dies with enough money that the death tax actually does impact him. Oh, I see what he did there. Yeah. No, he's not going to have any money because he spent it all in the Oval Office. Oh, and the Lincoln bedroom that he built right next to it. So guests to his house could sleep in the Lincoln bedroom, but sleep in the Oval Office. So anyway. That's not how this, that's, that's like, that's like the Spider-Man movie where you go from the armory straight into where the jewels are kept. It doesn't work like that. I mean, this makes this makes the people that that build the bridge of the Enterprise in their house look fairly sane and well grounded. Get a life, people. <laughs> do you, do you, you know what I like to do is I have to come in here and cosplay being president. <laughs> w did it for eight years. But a bum. no, that just goes with my jo- that just that just cut. goes with my joke and then the whole. Thing. <laughs> I probably should have just come up with something witty about avocados and left that, but (laughs) there are no words until next week. We've been talking to Todd. You know, at this point, if it said it didn't record, I wouldn't be surprised. (laughs) And that might be the best thing for us.